You're listening to a Mind's Cherry podcast. Riding Around is an improvised recap of a sitcom that never existed. Enjoy. I'm Kelly Quinn. And I'm Malin Von Euler-Hogan. We met as actors on the hit early 2000 sitcom Riding Around, the first network comedy ever to be filmed entirely on and around a bus. And we're still pretty good friends. And now we're doing the official Riding Around fan podcast. Each week, we'll talk about an episode of the show and bring you interviews, fun facts, and behind-the-scenes stories that only two people who were on the bus can tell you. Come ride around with us. Well, hello, Malin. Hi there, Kelly. How's it going? Oh, it's going great, although I am disappointed in our listenership this week. I just have to say that. Yeah. You know, we love you forever and we're so thankful that you listen. But we asked if you would like it if we added a vocabulary segment to the podcast where, as we tend to do anyway, but we wanted to sort of formalize it, look up words and phrases and the origins of certain words and phrases that we stumble across in the course of our conversation. Um, we thought, oh, wouldn't it be fun to add a little vocabulary corner to the show? And yeah. we asked you in an Instagram poll if you wanted it. And you said sort of overwhelmingly no. I think it was actually 100% no. Yeah. Responses. No, thank you. Yeah. Which is, hey, it's why we ask, right? right. I don't want to do something that our fans don't like. So right. thank you for the honesty. It, it, it's a good reminder to check our instincts because they're not always good. Right. Isn't it so true? After years in in this industry, you know, mm-hmm. y- you start to think not like normal people, I think. And here I was thinking, wouldn't a vocabulary segment be so interesting? And right. co- come to find out, no, the, the, the hoi ploy doesn't want that. And I'm just glad to know we're not we're not becoming those celebrities who are told yes by everyone around them. Right. No, no yes men in this camp. It's, that gets so boring. So thank you. We And, you know, just know that we're listening. Yes. Thank you, everyone. Mm-hmm. And speaking of thank you. I'm not fishing for one, <laughs> Kelly, but mm-hmm. I, I was curious if you received the Hermes bag that oh, I sent. Oh my God. I tracked it. So it looks like it was d- delivered, but you know, oh. just with a high value item like that, I just want to make sure oh. it made its way to you. Malin, I am so embarrassed. It oh, absolutely no, 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 no. made its way here. You can't, it's actually just, it's hanging in a place of honor just off camera actually. Oh. And I am so embarrassed I didn't take the time no, to send you stop. at least a thank you text. Don't I be embarrassed. There's nothing embarrassing. I, you know what? I should be apologizing for bringing it up in the forum like this, but I just, you just no. reminded me. So I had to. You are absolutely within your rights to have done that. And just know that a thank you card minimum is heading your way. And I just have to think oh, of another, <laughs> you know, something else to do to thank you because what a, what a beautiful, um, I can't call it a trinket cause it's a very significant. No, it's not a trinket. It's an expensive right? bag. Yes, yeah. of course, of course. And using the word trinket here, you know, that's mm. why I need that vocabulary corner, huh? But you know, a beautiful right. piece of a beautiful accessory. Well, look, I'm just glad it's, it's found its way to a happy home because I was not using it. I just don't have the occasion, but I, I can picture you in, in your fancy New York life. Yes. Carrying uh, it well. So I hope you enjoy and maybe send me a pic or something sometime to, just so I know how oh, it's doing. Of course. And you know, I have to say that Katie and Lauren have had their eyes on it too, which uh, uh, you don't want to raise bet. those kinds of kids right? Who are those New York City kids who are carrying designer bags already at their ages, but they know, they know their stuff and they have been very envious of me since Mm -hmm. I got it in the mail. (laughs) Okay, good. So glad. So glad. Mm -hmm. And I'm really excited to be doing our episode today. It's a fun recap we have ahead of ourselves. And I'm really excited to speak with our guest who's, whose work was just vital to the show and, and to our safety on set. Yes. 
Absolutely. Today we'll be discussing season four, episode six. And joining us to recap is actually riding around intimacy coordinator. We weren't always calling him that. And we'll get more into that later. But um, it's what they're known as now and the very important job. Please welcome Stan Candle. Hi, Stan. Good morning. Hello, ladies. Hello, Malin. Hello, Kelly. How are you? Stan, we're doing so well. We're thrilled to have you with us. I'm is- thrilled to be here. Uh, that deep, booming voice. I mean, yes. talk about a way to put everyone on set at yes. ease, at mm-hmm. calm. It's the, I, I, let, me, let me tell you when I order a drive-thru. They always, when I, when I pick up my food on the other end, they go, it's free now. Because oh. it's such a pleasure to listen to you order, sir. <laughs> wow. That is incredible. Incredible. Now, I hate to, I hate to be a bother. It is Dr. Candle. Oh, it excuse is Dr. Oh, Can- yes. apologies. Yes. Mm-hmm. Dr. Candle. Were yeah. you always a doctor or is this a post-writing around development? No, I did in uh, the late 90s. I got my PhD at Long Island University. Yes. Oh, well, excuse uh, us. This something? entire time we should have been referring to you as Dr. Candle. Yeah. Was that ever frustrating? No, you can call me. I prefer Stan. Okay. okay. I prefer Stan, but it is Dr. Candle. Right. Well, in so. the episode notes, we'll make sure to yes. label this episode Dr. Stan Candle. Yes, thank you, please. And, and what was that PhD in? Did that mm-hmm. lead you to your work later yes. as an intimacy coordinator? It was in female physiology. And that <laughs> it was very important. <laughs> For, uh, to, to be an intimacy coordinator, you have to be very familiar with female physiology. And so this is a right. different thing than a medical degree in which I would assume you could study specifically female physiology. This is a, just sort of a philosophical doctorate in the female well, body. Be, uh, be, well, believe it, when you study women, it's a lot of philosophy. Because mm-hmm. they're, they're up here. <laughs> women are up here. Okay? Mm-hmm. Like, men, they're neck down. Women are up, you know, I always oh. say nose up. Uh, are, are women, you know. No but, uh, Not even mouth up. Wow. That's, that's right. <laughs> Almost no entirely up. cerebral beings. I agree. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay, so I don't want to give the whole PhD. If you ever want to learn more about women, I mean, you know, you know about it. But again, you'd have to study uh, uh, at Long Island University, the female physiology department. But uh, <laughs> I always say women, they're four T's. Women have four T's. Okay. okay? Tits, toes, thighs, and the clit. All right? And okay. Wow. Right. This is easily, it quickly becoming the most explicit episode of this podcast we've ever had. <laughs> yes. And I love that. Mm-hmm. It's I'm good. the intimacy coordinator, so I need mm-hmm. to know these things because, yes. again, mm-hmm. it's... So say it again. Tits, toes, thighs, thighs and the, the clit. The clit, the clit. yes. Absolutely. Okay. Ah, okay. okay. Now, tits, you know, obvious. Obvious. Right. right. That's an say obvious. No more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows. The one, whenever I work with actors, especially male actors, I always go, toes. And they go, well, I did not know women were into their own toes. And they are. Uh. Oh. Well, when you said the four T's, I guess I wasn't thinking of it as in four things that women themselves are into. So mm-hmm. can you speak on that exactly? Because you just said we're all into our toes. And maybe this, <laughs> you look, maybe, maybe this is an area of myself I need to look into further. But is that what you're saying is that those are our four areas of interest? Uh, you uh, tell erogenous me. zones, as yes, it were? Yes, the, there are four erogenous zones that women themselves like about themselves. Okay. I mean, I don't, know, I don't know if I can make it even simpler than that. So it's pretty <laughs> no, simple I'll, stuff. No, I'll yeah. think on it a bit more and, and get back to you if I'm still curious. Yeah. yeah. Toes. So, so, yeah. yeah. Well, part of my job is many, men, many male actors, mm-hmm. they don't know what makes a woman go. They don't know what's, what's, what's up. So, like, I have to train them on this kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. 
Okay. Now this is so interesting because here I am thinking, and in my work with you, I thought, okay, this man's job is to safely sort of choreograph a, a, a mm-hmm. sex scene that is make-believe and real mm-hmm. sex actually has almost no, you know, and real physiology, r- real anatomy has almost no bearing on this scene. But here yeah. you are telling me that actually all this time we are focused on the, this, the anatomy of pleasure. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. isn't that so interesting? And it sounds like it's about the male actors mm-hmm. more yes. than more than maybe the safety of either party, but more about them getting <laughs> into the correct headspace right. to perform the role in a in a correct in a, way. Am I yes. understanding that well, correctly? Think of it this way: if a man knows what he's doing, do you feel safe? There you go. Uh, I yeah, I suppose. I suppose I do. Interesting. I mean, this is this is so fascinating too because I think the popular imagination present day around around intimacy coordinators. You know, it's it's kind of blossomed in the post Me Too era, That's true. Right? And, right? And we have in our heads that it is about keeping people safe on set and right. and not having and anyone exploited or made uncomfortable, right? Oh, yes. Not doing anything they don't want to do. Right. So it sounds like maybe it, the position just in general has evolved a lot since since you were on our show working, which aired between what was it, 2006 to 2013. So right. fully pre Me Too. Sounds like it was maybe quite a different job. Right. And maybe you're a pioneer in, in the field in a exactly. way. Exactly. Yes. I feel I'm Lois and Clark. And uh, <laughs> the, mm-hmm. now you say evolve. Uh, I say devolve because what happens mm-hmm. now on sets today, you know, they, I wouldn't say that they're intimacy coordinators. They're more like cops. They're they, like, oh. you see, uh, you know, it's a crime scene now. Hey, don't do that. Don't touch this right. and all that kind of stuff. Not me. That, well, again, and, and also, Intimacy coordination isn't just on set. Right. I bring I bring the actors. I start working the actor with the actors months, if not weeks, in advance. Okay. Before what happens on set or on screen. Okay. So it's not it's not just hey you know green light go bang, you know right. see you later it's credits roll. No, I don't like that. Who likes that? No, it's it's right. a it's a long it's a long process. You're almost describing a foreplay, I would say in in the, in in the way you, your process works, it it, it sounds oh. almost sensual. Mm-hmm. I, I always say it's like foreplay without the paper, you know, just straight up. Everybody knows what they need to do. Mm. And when you say paper, uh, am I outing myself to be such a total prude right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm. I'm. I'm a little out of the loop here as well. In in terms of the paper, should there be paper involved in my in my foreplay? Because I am back on the apps. Yes. Well, this is maybe a little personal. This is about my own self. I have a little cheat sheet of things that people like. Oh. During foreplay, and I just yeah. Toes. Tits, toes, thighs, I guess the clit isn't involved in foreplay. It's, it's that's that's sort of straight up sex. Exactly. I guess. That's, that's the last that's thing the I game. touch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, exactly. And and I have a little cheat sheet that I just break out and I just go, oh, you know, people like this, people like that, do this, mm. do that. Yeah. So in your professional life, you're doing this, and please forgive me if I'm, and we edit these as well. So if I, you know, we need to take this out of the podcast, we can later. Is this something as well? Are you still married, Stan? And I guess I'm wondering just about how this philosophy manifests also in, in your in your personal life. Mm. Okay. Officially, officially, legally, still married. Okay. Now, in practice, wouldn't say, would not say we're married. I haven't I haven't spoken to Catherine in maybe 10, 15 years. Okay. Mm. Mm. Well, it, it, amicable though, I hope. In, in the sense that we're not arguing. We're not talking at all. 
Oh, good. I okay. see. I see. Right. And so what's stopping you from, from getting it formally recognized by the state? Taxes or... Okay. Well, all right. So this is, uh, yeah, Sorry, now we're getting a little t- bit I'm, to my personal life I'm here. I didn't realize here. how I much just, personal life. Yeah. I just, oh. I've, I've been through a few divorces. Kelly is right. separated and about Fresh to be. Off of one, yes. So, so forgive us if we seem a little overly interested in, in the workings of your personal life. I didn't life. realize how much of an encyclopedia Brown you are, but that, that's fine. <laughs> okay. So Catherine and I, yes, she did not like a lot of the, I, br- I, I brought my work home with me. Mm, I brought sure. my work home with me. Hard now, okay. not to. Isn't that a classic? Yep. In this industry? I was like a detective studying a murder case, except instead of murder, it was pussy. Now, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. one of the things I do with actors, okay, is when I find out they're about to, there's going to be a kiss. Oh, uh, Gus and Andrew are going to have their first kiss. It's going to be a two-second kiss. I go, uh, to, or Tom and Lily, I think their character names are. Yes. Mm-hmm. I call Gus. I call Andrea. Mm-hmm. And I go, we are going to we're going to start work with the work now. The work starts now okay. for that kiss. OK, so you get a script and then you go through saying, where is where's the kissing? Are there keywords you scan for, Stan? This is a network show, so it's probably only ever going to be kissing if, if we're right. being honest. Right. So, yes. I So I get a script. I get a, a yellow highlighter. Mm-hmm. OK. And then I just kind of I, I skim it. For kissing scenes, I just skim. And if there's, okay. a, if there's a kiss, I highlight it with my yellow highlighter. Mm-hmm. And then I go okay. back over it again, make sure nothing I missed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then I, I call up those actors. I go, hey, guess what? Uh-huh. You're about to, you're going to have a kiss, uh, uh, you know, episode 18 or whatever. You're going to yes. have to have a kiss. Right. I remember that well. You helped me through that in season two with guest star for the arc, Alexander Stevenson. That's right. And what a thrilling call to get because... You know, I'm a minor character. You don't always throw those kinds of characters a, a, a bone in that way to have a, a, a romantic side plot. So really fun for me to get yeah. to work with you on that. I always say there are minor characters. There's no minor romance. So mm. if you think about that. Uh, now, and you'll remember this quite well, Kelly. I, I, uh, I called you. I called Alexander. Mm-hmm. And I brought you to my, my workshop. I have mm-hmm. a little den in my basement, it's called, I called Daddy's Den. Very comfortably mm-hmm. appointed, as I remember. Yeah, it's well, it's microfiber. All, every, all the all oh. the couches are microfiber, so you can wipe any anything gets wiped off. Oh, um. <laughs> I, I remember them being comfortable and spotless. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Well, the person at Macy's said that uh, anything gets cleaned off pretty quickly, and a cat can scratch it. So mm-hmm. um, that's helpful. Now, the second thing I do is I give each actor their own Surface Pro, okay? I ask them to go to YouPorn, and then I say, type in a keyword. And okay. you'll remember this quite well, Kelly. So <laughs> I had Kelly and Alexander type in a keyword into YouPorn, and I told them, now show each other what you typed. And they both, uh. typed, they both typed in, and this is so true, they both typed in, <laughs> hotel maid walks in. And oh my gosh! Wow, both this, of you. I'm going to have to edit this out. Both of you. I think I aren't. I'm feeling so shy about this window into my own um, sexual imagination at the time. Um, gosh, that is exactly wow. And you know, in the episode with Alexander, we touched on it a little bit, and he and I definitely, you know, and thinking just about how this podcast project has evolved. And, and forgive me for a minute because we're getting off topic. Please, I, please. I do want to finish the story, even though I am very <laughs> embarrassed, but I will say, yeah. um, you know, Alexander and I were so sort of 
overly insistent that it was just work. Yes. We were just coworkers. Um, you know, that there was some fun natural chemistry between us, but I was married and, you know, he, uh, mm. in a way, you know, that it was just, uh, just coworkers with good energy between us. Yeah. Right. Um, but I, I, neither of us felt comfortable, I think probably, and, and it was sort of a tacit understanding between us that we were not, not going to talk about the preparation for this kiss scene. Um, it, you know, it, there are just things you're not comfortable sharing. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. but, but here we are. Yep. In your, in your basement, in the den, uh, hotel maid walks, in. hotel maid walks in. Both of you <laughs> typed that. I mean, that's uh-huh. that's, mind melt. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of, to me that says, okay, this was good casting, right? Like right. Alexander's perfect for that role. And how could they have known that? Incredible. And, and I always use that moment and you, you, you would be surprised Every actor who I bring, every every pair or, or, or trio or whatever mm-hmm. that I bring to Daddy's Den and I make them do this, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. always type in the same thing. And that's what that means. You're ready. Doesn't mean you're ready. I mean, I wonder, too, is it that, you know, there's certain tropes in the in the porn world that loom rather large. And yeah. isn't that an interesting reflection oh, of our... Hmm you know, imagination as a society and something there's about the some autofill happening right. as well. Right. Oh, you, or you start to type hot and then uh-huh. hotel maid walks in sort of, it fills in because that's what maybe you Stan have been searching, searching for. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I never got the, the honor of, of going through this process with you guys a pretty, right. I guess, sexless character on, on the show, which is, well, you're, I wouldn't say sexless. I would say there, there was a, a, you know, a confidence to her that I could say, yeah, could oh, no, quietly yeah. sexual, but no, no love plots for you. No, you're too no. career oriented. I was a career woman. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't be both, right? You can't have it all. That's what, not. that's what I got learned when I got my PhD at least. So, oh, well, Stan, I'm curious and we'll get to the episode obviously at some Please. point, but yes, I'm yes. curious if you ever had pushback from actors because I could see particularly those on the younger side coming into a situation like that and finding it incredibly creepy right upsetting yeah I mean just Uh sort of the language you're using around it maybe a little a little scary for some younger actors did you ever experience that well first of all I don't you know I always say 18 and up I I only work with 18 and up okay Mm -hmm. I was yeah I was uh, briefly, uh, I got a call from uh, Sister Sister, and I said, uh, there's mm. an episode where they kiss each other. And oh. I said, no, I won't be doing that, first of all. Number Good one, they're, twi- they're twins. Oh. I don't know what, uh, right. I don't that, understand. Yeah. They, well, I got yeah. the script, and I just was not happy about that. Okay. And secondly, I said, they're too young. I'm sorry, I will not be. And they said, oh, they're both, they're both actually 27. They just play 16. And I said, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. I do not care. I'm not. I will not be a part of this. Um, so, Interesting. Uh, you know, Tia, Tia and Tamara. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I said no. That's got to be tough to turn down money like that, though. I imagine, and I don't, I don't mean to be gauche, but booked it. I'm booked and blessed. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You. Yeah. I. I am. I'm probably the n- number one working intimacy coordinator uh, th- th- there is out there. Yeah. So this is my. This is yeah. a great segue into my next mm-hmm. question for you. What have you worked on since Riding Around went off the air in 2013? What have mm-hmm. been? I mean, if you're booked and blessed, then we don't have to go through everything. But what are the highlights for you? Uh, okay. Well, let's see. Um, b- remember Jim and Pam's first kiss? Oh. I, Do I, we? Was me. Sure. 
That was me. Wow. Casino night. I remember it very well. Uh, There's an episode of Home Improvement where uh, his wife gives him a a foot job under a bubble bath. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that was me. Is that true? Yes, that is true. That's 100% true. There's an episode where they're both in a bubble bath and she starts doing something and he goes, that's great. So, uh huh. And that's where the visible your toes come in. No, no, it's um, in the it's in the scene which actually did air on TV. Uh, (laughs) It is intimated that she's rubbing his balls or dick with her foot. Mm -hmm. So that's wow. I worked on that. Mm -hmm. I that is really interesting. (laughs) And you know what, Mullen? I wonder if at some point Mm -hmm. we could get Tim Allen on the podcast. Just, oh, I'd know, love he to was talk never to him. On our show, but no, no, you know, but just as we do, branch out, you know, do you need his number? I have his number. If you want, I could give you his number. Yeah, I'll, put it in, I'll, I'll send it to you. Yes, I mean he's a, a titan of the sitcom, so we are uh, always. I've got a lot to. We would have a lot to learn from him. I suspect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, wow, hey, before okay. we get too far, uh, you know, down at the Tim Allen wormhole, why don't we? Right. <laughs> Go Please. through the episode and just get that synopsis out there and see what memories that sparks. Kelly, would you like to read that? Yes. Tom and Lily take their relationship to the next level. Meanwhile, Ethel has a health scare. So Ethel, you know, we're not so concerned about um, talking about with you here, but, you know, you were around set, so if you have any memories about her. Um, but yeah, this this is the scene right, where they've been dating in secret, Tom and mm-hmm. Lily, mm-hmm. Um, mostly doing dates in the bus depot after hours. And this time they decide, okay, we're getting physical. And they've kissed before. Like we've yes. seen that and you must have been involved in that. But this, I guess, there's an implication of handsiness, I guess, that yes. is sort of what let the audience know, whoa, this is this is more serious. Mm-hmm. That's right. So here's what we do. When, 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 th- when there's going to be hands in a mm-hmm. scene... I I have a a full body white suit that I put on both actors. Okay, okay. while oh. while working in Daddy's Den. Okay. 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 So this is pre. Yes. Okay. This yes. is the prep work you're doing. And we put one hand in green paint and one hand in red paint. Okay. Okay. And then they'll touch each other, and if they don't like it, they'll put green paint there. If they'll put red paint there, excuse me. Okay. And if they do like it, they'll put green paint there. So they'll just touch each other. There you go. Oh, this is a red paint zone. This is a green paint zone. And then, right. interesting visual method. Right. So then they get to look at each other and they go, look, these are my, these are my green zones. These are my red zones. And you, and, 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 and believe it or not, women always have way more green zones than men. Wow. Every single time. Isn't that interesting? So, sorry, just so I understand. So, if, uh-huh. so Ke- if Kelly and I were to go to, to go into this, I would be touching Kelly with a green and a red hand at her direction. I'm, I'm just, I think I'm mixed no. up on how. Okay, so are... I'm deciding what her red zone and green what her green zones, zones are, right. essentially. Okay, okay, exactly. okay. Well, no, she also says uh, I, that that I don't like being touched there, and then you put a red hand there. Red. I got it. Okay. I got it. Is there a reason? And forgive me if this is insulting. <laughs> is there a reason? <laughs> the actors are touching each other rather than just vocalizing, I don't like to be touched there. I can see that being potentially triggering. Right, right, right. Well, when, so here's the thing. They, they often think, oh, I don't know if I like being touched there. Or I, I don't think I like being touched there. And I always say, well, how would you know? Mm, how would you oh, know? Right. And, still, and then and they, they always say, good point, doctor. Good point, Dr. Kendall. And mm-hmm. hey, hey, you'd be surprised. There are men who go, oh, I love being touched there. I love being touched there. And then they get touched there and they go, mm-hmm. actually, that's a red zone. 
That's oh. a red zone. So you think it's the kind of thing that can only be ascertained through the process of discovery. Exactly. Okay. And you've never run into pushback from, from that? Look, they're professional. These actors are professional. You'd be, you, you'd be surprised. But again, it's, yes, I wouldn't take a random person off the street and go, hey, you know, get, get touched. That's true. Here's right. some sure. touching. But, you know, these actors, hello, I'm playing, I'm playing some music. I always look up, uh, I, I uh, go into Spotify, I look up hot hits. I play <laughs> oh, a hot hits uh, well, that's spot. thoughtful. Yeah, yeah that, that puts people at ease, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, hot hits and then, okay, and then the red and the green. So this, mm-hmm. is, this, this was your method with Gus and Andrea then? Yeah, and did you app- apprentice under anyone, or is this something you developed, you know, out Why of your PhD this? program, or just through the course of working with actors, you realize, hey, this is what works? I'm curious how the method came to you. Yes, uh, well, I, I apprenticed under the great Italian intimacy coordinator uh, Benito Multisanti, and uh, <laughs> Benito Multisanti. Okay, I can't yeah. say I'm familiar, mm-hmm. but I'm of not course either. I'm not. Uh, you know, I'm not an, an expert. No. And Benito, he he was he was a genius. He was a genius. Uh, now, he's a little old school. He did stuff that I, I wouldn't do. He actually would sleep with every actor or actress. Oh, that, gosh, I have to say yeah. that sounds inappropriate, huh? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. But this exactly. is the, these are the old days. You, well, you know, pre-B2s, there was some sick stuff. People were doing some sick stuff back yeah, then. And I, I, right. I don't approve of that kind of stuff. But No, thankfully, Me Too seems to have cleared it all up. It's not happening mm-hmm. yeah. anymore at all. No, but, thing of the past, which yeah. is nice. So then the actors take off their full body white suits and they just stand there naked and I go, look at that, no green or red. And I look that, at that is to signify what exactly? That, that it's a- <laughs> I never wondered about that. I've always, I never thought mm-hmm. about what I'm trying to, what point I'm making <laughs> when I do that. I, should. I, I have an idea is that maybe every new encounter you have with someone, you are re-deciding for yourself what you're comfortable Mm -hmm. with that day. It's not going to be that day. You know, my shoulder isn't always going to be a red zone. Some days that's a green for me and it's going to be renegotiated on set in real time. Am I totally off base here? I'm sorry. Did you teach at women's physiology (laughs) in in Long Island University? This is good stuff. She's so smart, isn't she? Oh, I'm so in awe of that, of the way that mind works. You're too nice, too nice to me. I have thought about going back to school and maybe that's a program that I would find. I could write you a great rec. Oh, I would be honored, Dr. Candle. Are you still in touch with your former uh, I give, yes, absolutely. I I still give talks and and whatnot. No. Oh, it must be so nice for them to have you back on campus showing the kids. I mean, how, how what percentage of graduates from this program would you say go on to do intimacy coordination versus, uh, well, yeah, what are the, the other career paths you can take with a degree with like the, that? In female physiology? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, well, believe it or not, it's a very limited uh, science. Oh, so no. yes, most, most uh, people who get a PhD in female physiology do become int- t- intimacy coordinators. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's dentists, there's um, what else? Mm-hmm. Um, I would think maybe pornographers or or something like that. Sure. Oh, that's not a. That's yeah, yeah. I uh, I did I did work on one porn. I did I did not oh. like it. It was a lot of work. It was too much work mm. uh, to to work on a porn. So, oh, but I sure. And also, it was kind of confusing. It was a his. It, they said it's historical romance. That's what that's what I was told well, when I went on kind set. Of nice to but me. it's it turned out to be a historical porn. So Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, far cry from Hotel Maid walks in, huh? What what <laughs> period of history was it set in? Um I'm not 
I know the title, but I'm not sure what period. I know the title, but I don't know I'm sure what period. It, yeah, it hit took us with the title in. then. Sure. The title. Yeah. Oh, it was uh, World, World War II guys, one pussy. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah. You're not sure when that would have been set. Yeah. I mean, it could be the beginning of the war. It could be the end of the war. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yes. Anywhere exactly. in yeah. the 40s, I guess. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Kind of wide open there. Uh huh. <laughs> wow. Well, Stan, if you don't mind, when we Dr. posted yeah. on social media that we were doing this episode with you, Please. our inbox was flooded with questions Oof, from yes. curious listeners. I'd love and to hear them. This one that, that Mind Cherry sent us over, I would like to read that to you and see what you have, even though it's not strictly related to the work that you do technically, sure. but people seem very um, eager for help with their personal lives. Anthony from Ann Arbor asks, my wife and I are having trouble in the bedroom department since our child was born. Do you have any suggestions for how to reignite the flame between us? And again, yeah, as in your role as an intimacy coordinator, you really wouldn't have any idea. But I think people just seem to feel safe yeah. asking you these kinds of questions. Yes. This is, uh, this is truly one of the uh, biggest questions I get. And oh. here's what I always suggest. Number one, get a tr find a trusted friend. Get a trusted mm -hmm. friend. Somebody who won't Ooh. spill the beans. Okay? Somebody like yes. that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Someone okay? discreet. Somebody very discreet. Now, you and your wife, you're... The kids up, upstairs sleeping. You're and your wife. You're blah blah blah. You're forties. You're yeah. You're just you're whatever. You're yeah. It's, it's not. This is pre forties. You're in the kitchen. Oh. You're cleaning. You're whatever. Oh, the kids asleep. Sure. You're not going to have sex that night. Right. Right. Have your have this friend put a ladder up to the child's bedroom and take the child. No. Just take the child. Leave a note. Kidnap. Leave a note saying okay. the child has been kidnapped. Okay. Oof. Now go up with the wife. Find the note. Go nuts. Go absolutely nuts. Oh, no, our child's been kidnapped. It says don't call the cops, yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. We're just whatever. All right? Now, you tell your wife, you stay here. I'm going to go get that kid back. I'm going to wow. go do a, a taken. I'm going to do a... Okay, yes. Go out there. Your friend is waiting in the garage. Have a couple beers, you know, just hang out. Just hang out for like a little bit. Not too, not too long, but you know, again, it's right. yeah, enough time a, to imagine find you don't a child come back smelling of right. beer either. Exactly. So then, you know, your child is there, the baby, mm -hmm. uh -huh. uh, or it could be—I don't know—it could be eighteen. I don't know how old the child is. Now, uh, <laughs> then, just have your buddy just give you one swift punch in the in the eye. Uh huh. Make just it believable. Little, little I think stunner. I see where this is going. You go back with the child. Right. And you go, honey, I got him back. Hmm. You will have truly the best sex you've ever had that wow. night. It will re, it will re, you want to talk about spark, creating a spark. Yeah. Right wow. there. Wow, interesting. That's interesting. so, and you would recommend that over a sort of role play of that sort of scenario where that no baby is actually works. getting stolen. It has to be real. That never works. And right. that stuff never works. Talking, I've, well, yeah, I've looked at all that. Role right. play, talking, you know, uh, sharing. Just not everyone has a powerful enough imagination to really feel that sort of danger. You need, you need to be made actually to believe it's true. It. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. I can totally see that. Yeah. And Anthony, remember, when the, when the sex does start, Anthony, remember, the four T's, tits, toes, thighs, and the clip. So then you, then you go for that. 
Mullen, is there anything we're overlooking? I mean, you know, neither of us had really anything to do in this episode. Or the B story, no, you know, yeah. Ethel's health scare, you you sort of help scoop her up off the floor of the bus after she passes out. And right. But in terms of lines, I don't think I had any in this episode as I was rewatching it. Yeah, no, all I say is, are you okay? Are you okay? But that was really scary for me. I will say, as you guys know, I try to go method for these things. And yeah. so I, actually not too dissimilar to what you're describing, Stan, I had actually asked John, my then husband, John, wow. to pick a time to faint around the house so I could sort of uh-huh. prep for that moment. And um, so then when I see Ethel do it, I was actually really, really, emo- maybe more emotional than the scene called for because I was very vividly remembering John's fainting spell that had said, yeah, yeah, which is just always going to send you into an emotional state. And, um, oh, oh and here she goes, even just, no, 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 about it's, it. fine. No, it's fine. I don't um, think it was inappropriately emotional at all. Watching it back. Yeah. I was so moved oh, by your reaction to her you. falling ill. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's this sort of fan theories that like Ethel is my character's mother because of my outsized reaction mm, to that. Right. And, uh-huh. um, and, and those are really fun. And I wish the writers had maybe taken some time to explore a storyline like that for me. But to my knowledge, she's not my mother. I just, I was no. just acting big that day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do remember the, the director telling you most people wouldn't kick a fainted person. Now, why I have to yeah. I have to ask though what I mean I guess you were just like you were just wake up wake up and you were kicking yeah. and kicking I wouldn't and say kicking a kick it, well, you know it was a nudge with the toe but it was a firm sure. couple nudges yeah well and that's I that was sort of a me and John thing <laughs> again like I think I forgot that I was transferring the personal right. into professional he was trying to help me out and, and the man is not right. an actor so right. he he stayed passed out passed out for a while yeah. and I had I in real life did have to. Nudge, no. nudge him yeah. in, a, in a strong way with with my foot to get him. Okay, we're done. We're done. I'm, you know, but um, yeah, so maybe I, a safe word next time something like that gets mm. tried. That's really smart. The other part I was confused about, and again, I'm not an actor, so I don't. I I, I right. watched it. I was at the you know coffee station waiting for my waiting for my cue, and yes. I was just watching throwing dollar bills and yelling, "Are you happy now?" <laughs> <laughs> what was, what was that all about? I remember how anxious you were preparing for this too. Well, and I guess, yeah. So a lot of you know that this marriage with John didn't last and, and there were complications in our marriage. Wow. And I had learned that he was going to to strip, strip clubs, clubs. which oh. is, you know what, everyone involved, totally, hopefully respectable pastime. Right. Yes. Like you're, that is, that is allowed, but what's not allowed is not telling me about it. Yes. So when I found that out again, and I, I'm just someone who works with sense memory so much that when things on set remind me of things that happened in my personal life, I cannot help but go there. And you know why I had all those dollar bills on my person on set that day, you'd have to ask wardrobe. I'm not, I that don't, was my, I was, I've never seen that many dollar bills. Yeah. I, I, I actually, I should text Mary about that. Cause I, I, this, I had kind of blocked out. Um, right. But yeah, so that's what that was. That was that was my, the personal seeping out into my work and embarrassing me in front of all my, all no, my colleagues. Do not um, be embarrassed, Mullen. You know, I remember afterwards you coming into my trailer and I let you I let you soak in my tub for a while, um, and just sort of cry it out. And yeah, because yeah, traumatic day. It was when you work like you work. Yeah, that, it takes a toll. Yeah. yeah, it does. Yeah. The other part, the other part, and I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I, I'm not on set a lot, right. but the costume designer, uh, her dog died. Um, 
Yeah. And yeah. that was sad. But to just have it there. That was the entire unusual. day. I thought that was just beyond the pale. Right. Mary is a quirky one, you know. I yes. think she she just loved that dog. I'm afraid you know, it's like it, it it was it was not great. And I think, you know, this is only a few episodes, let's see, six episodes into the new showrunner, Riley's run, mm. you know, heading up this show. And I don't I don't think Riley knew how to tell someone, no, you can't bring the dead dog. Whereas I think Diana would have shut that oh, down immediately, yeah. you know, get, the, get this dog the bleep off my set. You right, know? right. And Riley is kind of tiptoeing, just being so nice, not wanting right. to tell anyone they can't bring their dead dog to set. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's when we finally have Riley on, we should definitely ask about that because it was, yeah, it made for an unusual, yeah. you, you had an unusual day on set that day, I'd say, Stan. Right. I, I'll say so. <laughs> I'll, I'll say so. <laughs> well, Stan, it's been such a delight having you here with us to go down memory lane Ugh. and, you know, learn so much about the process and about my own body, my own desires. I, I'm really looking forward to diving in and exploring some of some of the tactics you've shared with us today. Yeah. I always say it's not, I'm not here just teaching you stuff for the scene. This is for the rest of your life, you know? So that's. I'm I'm going to head on over to Joanne's and pick up some red and green paint and maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See where it leads. Just sit down with, with my husband this evening and see what happens. Well, here's the, well, let me tell you one issue with the red and green paint touch thing is when okay. you initially touch them, you'll accidentally get red or green paint on them. Mm-hmm. Right. So then you'll have to put another, right. so just, just like another, yeah, so like, just be aware of that because okay. again, both your hands are red and green. So it's just like, right. you know. Right. Is it, does it ever turn just sort of brown? Yeah. And, and you know what? There are brown spots. People mm. have brown spots because... And and that means they don't want to be touched there, but do they? Oh, oh, something okay. to leave our listeners thinking about. Uh, Stan, right. is there anything you'd like to promote before we let you go here? Well, you know, I got to tell you, I've I've uh, been watching the Disney Channel a lot, and I'm oh. really smitten with this new cartoon called uh, Hamster and Gretel, which is uh, second what a season. cute title. Mm-hmm. It's a cute title. It's based off of uh, a German uh, folk uh, folk, yeah. and uh, yeah. And it's a great, it's a nice little cartoon written by some really wonderful people. So I think you should check that out on the Disney Channel, Hamster and Gretel. Oh, happy to, happy to send my girls that way. You know, they they insist that they're getting too old for cartoons, but I just think if it's written by smart, funny people, why wouldn't they be, you know, they're nine and 11, why wouldn't they be able to watch Animation is is for all ages, actually. Yes. That's important to remember. Well, thank you so much, Stan, for joining us today. It's been an absolute treat. It was my pleasure. And I, I, hey, anytime. And also I do one-on-one coaching. Uh, I, and, I, you know, I, I, if you're doing a web series or just even want some more tips uh, oh, wow. on how to make yourself happy or make a partner happy, uh, I do that. Oh, isn't that so? You know, Mullen and I are starting a production company and we mm-hmm. assume that over the course of producing films together, we will need an intimacy coordinator Bound on set. So we will certainly keep you top of mind, if not for, you know, personal coaching than professional coaching, certainly. Indeed. And I, I, it's not just actors. I help writing partners. Uh, you know, it's, there's, it, there's intimacy is, you know, the, the two producers, uh, co, co-owners, everybody needs intimacy. There's, every, everybody so has intimacy. So I'm, I can coordinate that intimacy as well. Isn't that so true? Well, thank you so much. 
Thank you so much to all of our listeners. Thank you also to Kelsey Bailey for our logo and to John Purcell for our theme music and for mixing the show. You can follow us at Riding Around Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And send your thoughts and questions to our email address, ridingaroundpod at gmail.com. Please subscribe, rate us, and review us anywhere you find your podcasts. And if you leave your favorite Riding Around memory in your review, we'll read it in an upcoming show. Come back and join us next week. We'll have another great episode for you that you won't want to miss. See you then. Hack, hack.